The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back to another episode of HBCU Hour. It's your boy Pooh Bell. I got my man, Ant Petty Murphy in the building. What's good? What's happening, bro? Man, uh, it was a quick, uh, I, I told you a little bit earlier, it was a quick night uh, on the baseball diamond. Dylan learned a hard lesson. <laughs> they run rule somebody last week. They got run rule today. Some days you're the bird. Some days you the statue. Be like that. He was a, he was a statue today. Everybody was standing in the dugout. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, I knew I knew it bad because after the game, the coach had called everybody all the team on the field. They just they just hugged each other. It was like it's okay. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, it's gonna be all right. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. <laughs> but at that age, man, you gotta you gotta uh gotta be able to bounce back. But, it's a good time for them to learn, though, man. Oh, you definitely know. a good time to learn. Uh, you, some of them kids you could be humbled very quickly in sports. Hey, because I'm listen. I'm talking about they were doing the gritty last week. I'm talking about they was jumping up and down, dancing and stuff. Ah, you know, this week roller coaster. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> roller coaster gonna come back down sooner or later. Hey, what what they say when the funeral is uh, was it with the uh, <laughs> some, <laughs> a lot of slow rollers, a lot of long faces. Them, them bats was dragging the dirt today. Oh yeah, but head down. Yeah, the, what, but what make the what make it even worse? It was our day to bring snacks. Yeah, I told man, my ain't wife, no snack, ain't no snack good enough for <laughs> you to lose by ten, bro. Hey, listen, I told my wife pack all them snacks up. We ain't, they ain't getting nothing. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but hey, yeah, at that, you mad too because you lying about all these snacks and they want to come out here and get embarrassed. But as a player. Ain't no snack gonna make that temp, you know, that run rule loss better. And what made what made it worse? Because we got we got a lot of parents don't when you give snacks, they don't oh, give yeah. snacks and stuff to the coaches. So we yeah. got it for the coaches and, and like the dug out. Nah, we gave know. it to them and they would oh thank you so much. Them kids was like, hey, here go snack. They just looked at me and kept walking. It was like you mm-hmm. wasn't gonna get it no way. So <laughs> but nah, man. to deserve that snack. Nah, man. But it's tough, you know. So I know it's tough on the coaches and stuff. Uh, we are gonna find out about coaching. We are gonna find out a lot what it's like. Uh, we got a very special guest in the building. Very special. Uh, we got. Oh, look who made a return. Who made a return? Rev in the building. Hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. He uh, he's so excited. He, he can't even type. He must ain't got no game to watch tonight. Oh, the yeah, Lakers he, ain't playing right now. That's playing. Yeah, yeah. He gonna yeah, he'll, he'll cut off. He gonna yeah, he gonna leave the show midway through the show as soon as that game tip off. Yeah, we got the matador in the building. What's good, Dr. Cavill? Dave in here. And then oh my we God. got we got other Dave. We got we got no Carolina Uh-oh. and T Dave in here. He said, you know I wasn't gonna yeah. miss this one. Dave is excited. 
He was excited. If anybody was Dave, coming, I know he was coming. I told Dave, I said, Dave, guess who we're going to have on? We'll have Cole Watch on. Dave, cla- I heard him clapping in the background. He was excited. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get started, uh, do want to give a shout out, and I'm doing it right today. I do want to give a shout out to our uh, to our sponsors, man. Uh, shout Please out. right today. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And this guest don't need no introduction. <laughs> but if we had to do an introduction, we're going to let him do it itself. The sky's the limit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The only thing can stop us is us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So we're going to get better, though. Oh, yes, sir. Okay, but I tell you what. You all have hearts of challenge. Oh, yes, sir. In the heart of a life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tell them to bring me my money. Welcome to the show, former North Carolina a coach, 2018 MEAC Coach of the Year, and two-time Celebration Bowl champion, none other than Coach Sam Washington. Thank you for joining us, Coach. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me. No problem, Coach. No problem. We definitely, definitely look forward to uh, this conversation. Let me straighten this out so everybody can see you. Uh, look forward to having this conversation. Um, definitely, definitely. We've been trying to we've been we've been trying to figure out how it's gonna get you know say hey, we gotta you know we're gonna get Sam for those of you who don't know uh my dad did help set this up uh um, appreciate you Rev thank you Rev and he did tell me he told me uh after I did he said uh he told me he said bring me my money because he told me I gotta pay <laughs> him you on the show. Uh, <laughs> but do want to thank you for being here um because let's jump into it um two time Celebration Bowl champion, uh, MEAC Coach of the Year, uh, very celebrated. Uh, let me ask this because th- I actually had this kind of at the bottom lid, but I'm gonna ask you now. Uh, what was one of the biggest things that you feel like you accomplished as a head coach? Oh, mm. um, uh, the graduation rate. I think mm. that's one of the things that we needed to improve on most when we got to North Carolina ENT. Uh, when we got there in 2011, I think the APR was. It was uh, like six eighty, and and um, when I left, it was nine fifty. Mm. So so that's one of the things that I'm most uh, uh, proud of, uh, from you know the coaching staff down to uh, the academic staff. Uh, everyone you know pitched in, and, and we felt that was one of the things that we need to focus on and target, and uh, we was able to do that. 
And he mentioned the two-time Celebration Bowl winner. Unfortunately, one of those prevented Grambling from going back-to-back and uh, <laughs> being two-time national champions themselves. But how were you able to build that program that was able to, uh, you know, win two back-to-back uh, Celebration Bowls at uh, A&T? Well, uh, it was it was quite easy for me, honestly. You know, I inherited a very good football team. Uh, yeah. Coach Rob Broadway was the head coach. Um, I was the defense coordinator, assistant head coach under him, and um, and I always said he left me uh, a Mercedes Benz and not a Volkswagen. Uh, we we had a lot of talent, and um, the only thing I had to do was keep things um, between the lines and keep all, everyone focused and keep everybody um, in a division on the big picture. You know, it's bigger than me. It's, it's not a me thing. This is a team uh, deal, and, and that's the approach that we took, and uh, it worked for us. Coach, you, you talked about uh, increasing the graduation rate, um, things like that. Uh, one thing that I know affects not only on the field but off the field, uh, especially graduation rate, uh, transfer portal. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> how did that, as long and, and as well as, because I, I know it kind of came on late, but the NIL, uh, how did both of those kind of affect your locker room? Oh, well, uh, I think it uh, affected the coaching's uh, staff meeting room more so than the locker room. Uh, you know, we were fortunate to have uh, – we were able to retain the majority of our players. And uh, unlike a lot of other uh, schools. Uh, and then, too, the NIL. Uh, that's something that I, I didn't agree with, still don't agree with. You know, I don't think uh, they should be paid at this stage, uh, at this level. I think college need to be about the academic parts, uh, piece, and, and uh, the NFL, the professional part, need to be about the money piece. Uh, you know, they say the, the root of all evils is money. You know, yeah. so uh, it, it's going to change the complexity of everything. And, and which direction that's going to go, we'll see. Yeah, I know nowadays with the transfer portal, we we hear a lot of coaches talking about not only recruiting, you know, high school and JUCO players, but also having to kind of recruit the portal and re-recruit the players you already have on your roster. Absolutely. So that's the key. Yeah. I think that's the key. You know, recruiting those that's already on your roster, you know, trying to keep them satisfied or keep them, um, you know, on your squad. Uh, that's a task within itself. And then you have to take pay attention to that portal almost on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's one of the things that really separate the big schools from the smaller schools because they have those resources and those people that, um, you know, that's what they do all day. Mm -hmm. You know, let, and, and let me, unfortunately, we don't have it that way. Let me ask you this. what? How is that different? you know, the transfer portal, you know, keeping kids from trying to enter versus maybe keeping a a, a a senior from going to the draft if they got a red shirt year or a junior from going to the draft if they – how is recruiting a player different, in, you know, from them leaving in the portal versus them leaving in the draft? Well, well, I think the draft is totally different. If this is a young man and he knows that he has a chance, teams already have contacted him, telling him where he stands – you know, with them, uh, that kid, you got to let go, uh, yeah. in, in my opinion. Uh, but but uh, a freshman, a sophomore, someone that just gotten there, and as soon as the obstacle come or uh, something they don't mm -hmm. like and they yeah. want to jump ship, 
that, that's the tough one on me. Yeah. Coach, you, you talked about resources and, and some of having the bigger schools having them. Uh, one thing I always kind of wondered, um, and this is this can, I guess can kind of be a two part question: uh, recruiting at HBCUs. Yes. Um, you don't see a lot of uh, HBCUs reaching out to four star and five star guys. Um, is that just because it's kind of looked at as a a waste of of resources to reach out to those guys, uh, or you know, what's the what's the kind of thought behind that? Well, well, I think you have to at least contact them. You have to reach out to them, mm-hmm. you know, and let them know that there is an interest. But I tell you what, the response that you normally get back will deter you from, you know, yeah. making a, a hard pursuit at it. Yeah. And then, too, now, uh, that same kid going to go to one of those Power 5 schools, and they're going to wine and dine him and go mm-hmm. yeah. and, and make it almost impossible. You know, you just don't have the same – resources again mm-hmm. uh that dope power five have so we talk about some else oh, no, i'm sorry go, go ahead. ahead no go ahead no go ahead go ahead now i was going to talk about um uh, again back to resources um you found success being a, a fcs school going against uh fbs schools uh we also we know the 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 resource again the resource gap is kind of there uh, what are what are some ways that uh, you were able to find success? Um, I guess on and off field, some things you were able to do to help. Uh, finding a group of guys that's willing to believe, mm. believe in what you uh, selling, if you want to put it that way. I hate to use that word selling, but uh, believing in uh, themselves, uh, believing in the team concept, uh, believing in the university. Uh, believing in the spirit, you know, of giving and and um, believing in it's bigger than me. I think that's the key. You know, uh, that that team is nothing like when you get a group of young men together and band them as one. That's something that uh, it's hard to describe. And once they get that and they understand and they believe uh, the sky's the limit to what they can do. We speaking of uh, FCS versus FBS, there's been a lot of talk lately, especially after the draft, about you know HBCUs needing to move up to the FBS level for various different reasons. You know, exposure, money, getting more players drafted, whatever the case may be. What are your thoughts on uh, you know possibly moving up to the uh, FBS level? I think it's gonna have to happen. It will happen one day, uh, but I don't think there's no time soon. Uh, one of the uh, barriers or uh, uh, hurdles that you have to cross is enrollment. There's a, a stipulation on how many students that you have if you can be a SEC or a Power 5 school. And, and, uh, and I think those numbers started like 30-some thousand and, and very little to none of the universities or uh, HBCUs you know, have that uh, quantity of uh, students. So so those are some of the, the hurdles that we're going to have to, you know, start facing. And how do we get the enrollment up at the university, uh, you know, so that we can compete uh, at, at, at those other, uh, you know, I think we would have to go to mid-major first. It's going to have to be stair-step. Yeah. You ain't going to just jump, you know, to the SEC. It's just not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. definitely. 
What did we lose the signal? Nah. But speaking of okay, speaking of okay, speaking of getting players drafted, what do HBCUs need to do to get more players drafted? I mean, you did it. You did it very well while you was at AT, obviously. So, what's the blueprint? I think fundamentals and technique, fundamentals and technique, and utilizing what uh, resources that you do have. Don't talk about what you don't have. Work with what you have, and I think that's the key to it. You you got to. Um, you know, just give your, your all. Um, we did uh, be blessed with, you know, athletes that um, that was well prepared coming out of high school uh, mentally, uh, psychologically, and, and understood um, the gift of giving and just being a whole person. And, and uh, so I think we were very blessed, you know, with some quality uh, kids. Hello. Yeah, we got you, Coach. We still okay. have you. You know, I I I lost y'all picture. Uh oh. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what happened with my picture, but as long as you can hear. No, us. we 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 still ugly on this end. We good, Coach. Well, <laughs> 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 now, uh, Coach. Now, Rev did ask a question, kind of going back to to recruiting, because this actually I I I know this is kind of one thing, uh, but how did uh the greatest homecoming on earth affect recruiting? I think it was uh a. a Big selling uh, too, big selling too, and uh, that's the weekend that you bring your top guys, you know, so they can feel that energy and and, and be in the midst of you know that many people. Um, uh, it, it was fantastic. Uh, um, it was electrifying. Uh, there's nothing like a HBCU campus uh, doing homecoming, and then when you get that many people. It would be so many people just on campus that cannot get a ticket to the game. They would pay big money just to get on campus, and, and so uh, it was. It was a great selling tool, a great selling tool. Go ahead. Good. Okay. Well, you, we talked about you know the homecoming and basically all those things, the bands and other things that encompass HBCU football. How how is that different, you know, from other places you may have been, whether coach playing or you know just playing against, and and how how do HBCUs, how do we market that better to where we can, you know, get better recruits, you know, and, and things of that nature, because of the culture that is HBCU football. Well, well, I think it's exposure. We got to find a way to expose, you know, what we have, and 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 the energy, you know, that's present. You know, at those homecoming, at those games, um, you know, TV, uh, I, I think is is the best way to go. Uh, the more people see, and the more people understand, and and um, seeing is believing, and 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 so we got to find a way to get uh, more exposure. I think that would be the first thing I would target. Uh, Coach, let me ask this. Um... What is we, we talked about the NFL draft? Uh, what is something that's keeping HBC uh, from putting more players into the NFL? Uh, well, one of the reasons is the number of schools uh, that's playing football now, you know, comparing to but you know, surely back in my time, it was uh, uh back in the 80s, uh, you just say just in Florida alone, 
You didn't have South Florida playing football. You didn't have Central Florida playing football. You didn't have FIU playing football. You didn't have FAU playing football, uh, <laughs> Western Florida. You know, those teams now, uh, you know, getting a lot of the players that uh, normally would be playing at the HBCUs. And, and so um, it's, it's very competitive. The recruiting piece is very competitive. And I think we're going to have to find ways uh, to entice. And I think it starts with facilities and, and, and the truth of, of, about earning a degree. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of kids thinking, you know, they're going to the NFL. That should not be the caveat. That should not be the main goal. The main goal should be earning a degree. And, and uh, I think uh, once that message gets sent uh, properly and, and the kids understand uh, the, the worth of a degree, uh, I think that'll help us. Coach, you talked about, you know, coaching on the Coach Broadway and kind of coming up in the ranks to HBCUs. We've seen recently the trend of former NFL players or NFL coaches coming into the HBCU ranks without kind of, you know, matriculating through the ranks and learning what HBCU football is about. What do you think former NFL players or coaches need to know about HBCU football or need to do, you know, when coming into these ranks to be successful? Well, uh, that's a tough one. That's very tough Um, because I'm one of those, I'm old school, you know, and I I think you need to go through, the growing pains. You need to go through the knocks. You need to go, you need to experience the whole thing, yeah. you know, instead of just being able to, just because I played in the NFL and I want to coach and I want to start, you know, and use that as a springboard, you know, to um, go other places. Uh, but, uh, you know, I started with uh, Coach Larry Little, you know, mm-hmm. who was a, what, 12 time all pro? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, Steve Wilson was an, is another name that I can call out uh, that was a former NFL guy, you know, that um, that coached uh, HBCUs and, and had uh, and did a good job and had a lot of success and, and coached some championship teams. So so it's not that it's just starting. I, I think it's, uh, it's 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 the way that they're going about it. Yeah, that, that, that's a little different than uh, what we've seen in the past. Yeah, uh, coach, you mentioned. Let, me, let me say this: uh-huh. there's a lot of good assistant coaches that earn or deserve the right to become head coaches. Mm-hmm. And, and I think uh, you know universities need to, uh, 80s and chancellors need to take a look at those guys uh, as well. Yeah, who put in the work through the ranks? Who put right. in the work? Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, that actually brings up another question we, we've talked about. Um, and I actually heard um, on the Twitter space people talking about um, HBCU coaching trees. We don't really see it as much or, or at least it's not. It's not advertised as much or, 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 or brought to light, because, you know, when you look at the the uh, predominantly white schools, you you will see a, you know, some people can say, oh, that he comes from the saving tree or oh, he comes from the. Yeah. Uh, Mike Leach, uh, Mike yes, Leach tree. You yes, know. yes. Um, I I hear you, and I and I totally agree with you, uh, because uh, I'm gonna tell you, a buddy pew should have a tree that's mm-hmm. humongous. Yes, sir. yeah. He should that 
this guy had won championship after championship and always put uh, – he always have an uh, NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Some kind of way, South Carolina State going to have someone uh, playing on, on, on Sundays. And, yeah. and so, uh, now, I think um, Coach Broadway has a, a, a very good mm-hmm. uh, treat. Uh, there's some young coaches coming up. Trey uh, Trey Oliver at Central, and and uh, Sean Gibbs uh, at Fort Valley. Uh, those young guys they they gonna they gonna make some noise uh, in, throughout uh, HBCU football. Yes, sir. Um, you, you talked earlier about kind of when you were you know, coming up, you know, saying HBCU uh, as a player. How has the, the HBCU culture and things changed since, you know, saying from you being a player to an early coach to uh, now? Uh, I think the culture has remained uh, consistent uh, and pretty much the same. Uh, it's very rich, you know, in, in history. Uh, it's uh, it's almost hard to describe the culture uh, at the HBCU, uh, the bond, the togetherness. Uh, I tell most of you players, the guy that you're sitting next to possibly going to be your best man in your wedding. Uh, yeah. And you, you develop those kind of relationships. <coughs> Excuse me. That, um, that's uh, everlasting. And, and uh, those, those kind of relationships uh, go forever. Uh, your, your, your child's godparents, you know, mm-hmm. you experience all those things. Uh, you know, with that black culture and, and then just the black experience itself, you know, watching uh, the dance, just the way we move as people in dance, uh, the way we move with music, uh, all those little things, I think, would separate and make us a little different uh, than than the others. You talked about how the culture hasn't changed much, but in between the lines, the game has changed a lot. Oh boy! As a, as a coach, <laughs> as a coach, how was it adjusted to not only the change of style but the change in rules as well? Yeah, I think the rules changed um, uh, some for the better, some not. Um, uh, instant replay, I think, played uh, a huge, uh, plays a huge role, um, the, and not just with the game itself, but the the length of a game. Mm-hmm. And the interruption of the game, the flow of the game. Um, and then, um, you know, back in the day, it was all about power. Uh, it was about power football. Everybody running wing tee, wishbone, um, drive blocks. You know, now everything is RPO, uh, zone reads, and uh, more finesse. Um, so, so that's that's part of the evolution, you know. Things going to change, and you have to change with it. But one thing about football, it's going to always come back to run, block, and tackle. If you can do those three things, you have a chance. Yeah. If you cannot do those three things, you're done. Coach, I want to take you back to uh, September 2018, the, the game against ECU. Okay. Um, Going into that game, was there a because uh, I know you said you have to have players that, that kind of believe, in, you know, saying buying to what you're what you're telling them, or, or and I, I hate to say selling, but yes. who's kind of buying to uh, your program? Right. Um, going into that game, was there like this this feeling in the locker room that you know, hey, this this might oh, be man. it? 
it was so much tension in that locker room that day. Uh, uh, you know, going into the game, um, a few things happened that uh, stood out. Um, it was the game was supposed to start at seven. Mm. Now it's eight o'clock, and we still cannot play because of the lightning. It was uh, bad weather. So now it get to like 8.30, and we still have one kicked off. So I go to the locker I go over. I get my athletic director, and we go over, and we uh, meet with uh, Coach Montgomery and uh, his AD. And uh, I said, Coach, the like we're going to get this one in. And then he said, no, well, we're going to play this game. <laughs> like, okay. You know, so how are we going to play the game? He said, well, we're, we're um, you know, and I'll tell you what really ticked me. He was like, uh, he had a gentleman there to read the contract. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay, that explains a lot. Mm. Yeah. So now I'm feeling mm. some kind of weight. Yeah. You know, bro, what you doing? <laughs> I'm saying let's get out of this thing and keep, you know, the kids safe. And um, didn't happen. So um, he said, I'll tell you what we'll do. This is athletic director talking. He said, we'll send you uh, back to Raleigh tonight. And we'll put you in the hotel. And then y'all come back tomorrow and we'll play at, at 1 o'clock. So, you know, I'm pissed now. Oh, yeah. So, we, so I go to the locker room and tell them exactly what went on. So we head towards Raleigh. We get halfway to Raleigh. We get a phone call, Coach, y'all, we can't find a hotel in Raleigh. Y'all got to go to Fedville. Mm. We go to Fedville, get to Fedville. Coach, we couldn't get everybody in the same hotel, so we got the offense at this hotel, the defense at that hotel. So it was like one thing after another, you know, and and, and I took it as um, belittling us. Mm -hmm. And that's just how I took it, you know. So I couldn't sleep. I'm so pissed off. I I couldn't sleep. So so the next morning when we headed back, you know, I, I think the players picked up on that energy. And then mm -hmm. so we walked in the locker room. Who do I see? Tariq Cohen. And so, you know, I feel him in and boy, he let him have it. He let him have it. You know, so so the energy and and was was right. You know, they was ready to go. I mean, they were biting at the bits, you know, to play. And and, uh, and we went out and played, uh, uh, I hate to say mistake-free football, but as close to it as possible. Right. Yeah. We 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 never, you know, put ourselves in harm's way. You know, we, we stayed, uh, you know, in front of the sticks, you know, pretty much throughout the whole afternoon. Mm. So I, I understand what what all of that yeah. came yeah. from yeah. that yeah. celebration. Yeah. Now that and yeah. honestly, that make it that much better, Coach. Yes. I yeah. Listen, yeah. Coach, I don't know how good you, I don't know if you know how good you are. That my next question was, well, what brought on the bring me, Mama? <laughs> but now we know. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely hey, appreciate hey, that and, a lot and, more. And, and honestly, uh, now that I know that they had the contracts so readily available, they knew how much they had to give you, Coach. That's right. That's right. That's right. And then if we didn't play the game, we would have had to pay them. Mm. Oh, man. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, the hits just keep on coming. Man, man, man. That just, those, un, oh, I ain't going to say untold, because some people, I'm pretty sure somebody may have known that story. I didn't know the backstory to that. 
But that makes it so much sweeter. Yes, so it did. Sweet. That made it very sweet. It did. I'm gonna tell you equally sweet. I'm gonna, another uh, big win was uh, App State. Mm-hmm. We went up there in 15, and uh, they didn't think we had a chance in hell of beating them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we came out of there with the win. That was very uh, rewarding because another in-state, uh, these kids played with these guys in high school, you know. So and and you know they looked at down uh, among us, you know, instead of, instead of eye to eye, you know, so so that that was another uh, a big victory for me. Uh, Kent State, three time over three time overtime game, and um, we were able to go down there and win that ball game. That was a big one. Everybody loved it. I t- when we talked, I said everybody loved that quote. Bring me my money. <laughs> The best quote ever, uh, coach. I'm gonna ask this, uh, some because ODB brought it up and he said, uh, are you retired or do you plan on coaching again somewhere? <laughs> we'll, we'll see where the Lord takes me. All right, I, I, there you I, go. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it there. You know, uh, I'm staying on my knees and, and hoping that uh, he'll direct my path and, and, and I make the right decision. I mean, I, I'm listen, I'm gonna say this, coach. Uh, it would be nice if you ended up in the swag somewhere, and uh, <laughs> and found a way, found a way to be the first coach to win the Celebration Bowl in the Miac and in the swag. I like that. I like that idea. I really like that idea. But uh, Charles McClendon, he 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 says the same thing. I, I should be <laughs> in the swag. <laughs> we'll right. see. And you got one more? Because I got one more question, but I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna save mine to the end. Go ahead, go ahead. No, mine, mine is a definitely a, at the end question. So I don't know if you got anything. No, I'm good, bro. Okay. Well, coach, we appreciate you having having you on. I, I, we sincerely, it was an honor. Thank you so much for coming on. Before you go, can we get a bring me my money? Oh, absolutely. Bring me my money. <laughs> 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 Listen, guys, it, it truly have been a pleasure, and, and I've enjoyed myself, and uh, I look forward to um, coming back again someday. Definitely. We, we, we do appreciate you coming. Open door, uh, Coach. You got an open door. Yes, though. sir. Yes, sir. If you ever want to come hey, you want to come back and make that announcement, hey, y'all, I'm going to such and such. You just, hey, phone <laughs> call away, Coach. We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> and uh, be sure to tell your dad I say what's up. I will do. Thank you so much. I'm going to ask you about that ring, Coach. Oh, he is gonna ask you about that <laughs> ring. <He's> gonna... <laughs> no, this this how it's gonna go. I can't get a ring. Can I get a t-shirt and a hat? Hey, listen, <laughs> I, I wish they had axe already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Y'all coach, take care. Yes, I appreciate you, coach. All right. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Coach Sam Washington. I get fired up. We had, you know what? This is the second time we had a guest that gets you so fired up. Need my money. We can end the show right here, but we don't. Yeah. Nah, that was. Can I mean we got stuff to talk about though? We do got stuff to talk about. Let's stay in. Uh, I want to stay in football real quick. Go um, ahead, run through it real quick. This man name keeps popping up every every episode, um, especially when we talking about. Uh, HBCU alum Reggie Barlow 
XFL coach of the year. Well deserved. Well deserved. He uh he got a chance to be the uh XFL champion too coming up this uh I think it's Saturday. Yeah, it is Saturday. Saturday night. Yeah. Going yep. against uh it was a team game, a close one too. Early yeah, in the it's season. Gonna be a good one. Yeah. It's gonna be a good one. I think they're gonna pull it out though. Yeah, I do too. I hope so. Um the champs, man. The champs get moved to uh two of their games moved to Thursday. North Carolina Central, the game against Morgan State, and the game against South Carolina State, both going to be on Thursday. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they did that for network purposes. I would agree. Uh, that's going to be big, though. ESPN, uh, they hadn't announced Maybe. yet. I'm thinking Maybe ESPN, ESPN, probably EU, ESPN2. Yeah, but. ESPN, U, something like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's still gonna be big, man. Make sure when that those games come on, man. If you even if you don't watch the game, put one of your TVs on that game so those ratings show up because that, that stuff matters. Uh hey, DVR it and then go back and play it. That's that's another way to do it. DVR. I ain't heard that one in a minute. Yeah, well, it's you know how they do it now, you know, record it. D- yeah, yeah, everything, sure. yeah. Everything is called DVR. It ain't the same. I mean, but yeah, uh, I got what you, I know what you mean. Yeah. Hey, uh, we went from shut up and dribble. I, I, we we need to start yelling shut up and legislate. <clears throat> I don't know if you saw this. I did. Uh, uh, state representative out of Georgia, Vernon Jones, uh, he basically said that the reason why the HBCU draft numbers were so low was because of President Joe Biden. Uh, who was the president in 2020? Uh, that was still Donald Trump. How many players we had drafted? Zero, if I'm not mistaken. Or oh, one. Okay. Zero or one, something like that. It zero. wasn't many. Yeah. It was zero. 2021. I, how many we had? Uh, 2021 was four. I think I, I remember saying that. Uh, I think it was four. Uh, I think it went up. And then it's it's kind okay, of so so it was 2019 and the year before we only had yeah. two. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so, so basically, um yeah, that's a good point, Dave. But um, but yeah, so basically we can we can go back and look at you know y'all's presidents weren't that great neither on the on y'all's side. So uh, yeah. let's just chill and leave that out of it. Yeah, it has nothing to I've never been like <laughs> I've never been like Man, I ain't going I ain't no sign. I ain't watching that game. I ain't pulling for that for them for them boys to make it to the NFL because such and such is president. Never yeah. have I. And you know, you know, I I could just see, you know, an NFL team like, well, you know, sure wish that we had a Republican in office so I could draft this player from um North Carolina Central because it's a Democrat in there. I'm going to draft a guy from Coastal Carolina instead. <laughs> hey, the Green Party is in full effect. Let's go, libertarians. Nah, yeah, stop. Shut please. up and legislate, man. Yeah, shut, shut up, up and legislate. legislate. Yeah. Uh <laughs> they kill me with that. Put that uh, on the shirt. That, don't tell me that'd be on the shirt tonight. Uh and basketball, man. Uh we can talk basketball in a minute. Coppin State. Oh, Coppin State got their new head coach, man. They they uh oh, did that. Yeah, Larry Stewart, former Coppin State. Uh, player uh, also uh, played in the NBA for the uh, I think it was the Washington Bullets um, before they changed their name and logos and stuff. Yeah. Uh, he has been tapped. 
Oh, my bad. Uh, oh no, so he's been tapped as the new uh men's basketball coach at uh at Coppin State. So speaking of head basketball coaches, there was one not too far from me that just got an extension. That boy got paid. Shout out to Coach Dante Jackson and Graham for getting that extension, man. Man, Dante Thank you, Jackson. If I'm not mistaken, it was four years. Yeah, four years. Additional yeah. four years. Uh, it was approved. It, it, I don't think it was nobody even batted an eye. Approved by the University they, of Louisiana if, Board. If, if they was trying to, if they was trying to say something with it, they was gonna get squared up on by a whole bunch of people in the Gramlin, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, that man, that man worth it. Yeah. Uh. The old man himself, man, Joe Bryan Jr., he continues to get camp invites. Uh, he definitely got uh, – I think he has a chance. He he has a chance to be the next one taken, uh, the next HBCU player taken, um, at least to make a, a roster. Uh, but Joe Bryan got a G League elite camp invite, man. So congratulations. Yeah, dope, man. Good chance to make a name for himself, get more exposure for him and his game. Yeah, definitely, definitely. He's definitely got a lot to add. Uh, it's funny he he'll be a rookie, but he definitely has a veteran presence and veteran age, if I might and, say so, and a veteran game. I mean, yeah, I say, like he's been in the league for seven years already. That man coming in the game looking like Uncle Drew. Uh, <laughs> be like boots. Remember boots in the wheelchair? He gonna roll yeah, up. Man. That dude, that oh man, but uh, Alabama State man track team with a sweep of all sweeps not only did they we reported back they won the indoor mm -hmm. men's and women's championship in the swag they won the outdoor men's and women's championship in the swag so congratulations to that's him. domination if i ever heard of it <clears throat> big domination man to, to win like that man that's that's dope man so congratulations to them um and finally man uh banks got one he can celebrate finally finally morgan oh State. yeah Morgan State got a championship, man. What? NCL championship. So congratulations to Banks and Morgan State. Uh, he can he can now throw that at Erica. Let me, let me find that. He got to get some hand clap for that. He can finally <laughs> throw that at Erica. And Dave. I think Dave be messing with him too. Yeah, Dave, Dave be giving him hell too. Dave be giving him <laughs> so, hell. But yeah, man. He definitely one on one, man. Congratulations to them. Uh, hopefully, uh, oh man, when was it? Is it? I'm trying to think. Morgan, me not more. Is this week? No, no. Me act. Oh no, I'm looking. Howard, uh, uh, rugby, women's rugby. Team. Oh, I'm trying to think. What, see when that is. Because if I'm not mistaken, that may have already happened. I'm trying to find out. Uh, when is it? Let me see when it is first, and then I can. Then I can come. I want to say it was on the seventh, but I, I don't know if that was right. Let's see. Howard, when is the championship? I can't find it. I'm gonna have to. My Google ain't that fast. My googling ain't that fast. Your Google fingers need some work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Women's national rugby championship. See what it is. Oh, this is definitely wrong. This took me back to I don't know what that was. Golly, that took more said 20 uh 2012. Oh, so that what 
They so <laughs> still know me act title though. That is funny. Oh man. No, I don't see it. I the don't me, see the it. me track uh, championship start tomorrow though. Okay. Uh who else? Somebody else just got uh got one too. Um CIAA. I think that one's either starting or just finished. I don't know. I have to look look and see. But either way, man. Uh, uh hold on. You, Swag baseball, Grandma still first place in the West. Alabama State still first place in the East. Alabama um, State only got three losses in conference play, and uh, the MEAC softball tournament is uh this weekend, this week as well. Uh, Swag softball tournament is, is is this week as well in Gulfport. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me see when this championship is. I had to go to their Instagram page. And it don't have a date on here. Yeah, on the swag tournament, softball tournament starts tomorrow. Who you got? Mm, come on, man! You know the answer to that question. You gonna say now? Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go Prairie View. If I I'm not mistaken. Uh, Doctor, I know uh, he he can correct us. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they got one on the season, one loss as far as uh conference play. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, that's true. They first place in the West Alabama State, first place in the East in softball. Yeah. Uh, what about uh baseball? The G Man, baby. You know, I come on now, come on now. Who you got me at softball? Doctor Phil said they got two losses. Two losses, okay. Um, Me X about Morgan gonna get? They got a regular season. I want to say Morgan. Yeah, I, I, I want to say Morgan State. I, I want to say Morgan State, but I'm I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm gonna say Morgan State, and then somebody else come out of the, out of the blue. I don't need yes, Morgan. Even. Morgan State first. Norfolk is in second. North Carolina Central. Howard Coppin. Eastern Shore, mm -hmm. uh, South Carolina State, and Delaware State. Gotcha. So I'm I'm gonna go with the two or the three seed. One of them two. I don't think that Morgan gonna go. It's hard to be conference and and tournament champs, no matter yeah. the sport. So I'm a, I'm I mean not saying they can't do it, but it's just hard to do. So I'm gonna go with North Carolina Central. Okay, good call, good call. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna stick with Morgan State there. It's gonna be interesting. So I see here the game was yesterday. I'm trying to find the results though. Um, While you doing that, I'm gonna read what Dave wrote. Uh, North Carolina anti track team broke some CAA records during the track championships over the weekend. I did see that. Men's team placed third. Women's team placed fourth. Hampton's women's team placed second. Mm, kudos to them, man. I know A and T always had a historically good track team, but with their coach leaving. I know they kind of, right, kind of had some ups and downs, but look like they kind of getting back to where they, where they should be, which is at the top of the track and field game, especially for HBCU sake. Yeah. Uh, so the game was yesterday. Let me see what the. I don't think they won, but I can't get like an accurate depiction. But the only reason I say I don't think they won is because. 
on their page it just says congrats on a historic season, but it don't say, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if I type results. Yeah, Mike. Says Bowie State won the CIAA softball tournament, and Morgan is going to win the MEAC softball championship, making it in North Maryland thing. Okay, okay, calling a shot on the Morgan State. I see. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let y'all need to listen to me at Mike more because he called uh, <laughs> accurately. He called some, yeah, he called some things. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I owe that to y'all. We'll post it on Twitter once we get a, a definite answer, though. Uh, oh. Dr. Kabil says, uh, he said, Prayer View women win the uh, track of it. Where did I see? I could have swore I saw Alabama mm-hmm. State won men's and women. I thought they got a clean sweep. Let me. Okay, I see what I did. That's on me. Is that indoor or outdoor? That is outdoor. That is on me. The men swept. The women did. Prayer View women. That's on me. My bad. I, I I looked at it wrong. I read it wrong. Reading is fundamental, and I was just mental. Oh, uh, <laughs> when I missed that. My bad, Doctor Cavill. Don't you know Doctor Cavill? Ain't gonna, he don't play by Prayer View. Nah, nah. It ain't just Prayer View. Doctor Cavill is he's a true educator. He don't like anybody oh, to be wrong. Or to say anything that's false. He wanted to get, and it ain't that he trying to embarrass nobody. Or I, like know, that. I know. He just he just don't like misinformation. Now, he a true educator. Or anytime somebody, well, let me correct you. Not that I'm trying to get you know embarrassed. <laughs> I just want to correct you. Hey, I said I said Alabama State with the clean sweep. <laughs> Doctor Pitt said fake news. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Not so fast. But nah, man. Congratulations, to Prairie View, man. Uh, I did, man. See that track that like when it like the facilities like the track and field and stuff. Prairie View look good. Oh yeah, like, real good. I mean, we we knew, but Prairie View look good. I have to go. Yeah, I don't know. Who was looking at it the first time, but uh, they look real good. But uh, man, you got anything before we get up out of here? Man, I'm trying to see about this. I don't understand the rules of rugby though. I I just know. You gonna hit somebody? You ain't got pads on. Um, and then when the ball hit the ground, you you push it between your legs and kick it to, to the other person. I don't know how to point score it. You can kick a, a a field goal slash punt from a certain angle and get so many. Man, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still waiting to find the rules of curling. If I find the rules of curling, I'm gonna be a bad put man. A w or L beside it, like just win or loss, like and that's it. I don't know, that's, bro. That's all they did. I don't know, man. It's they played yesterday. I know that. Yeah, yeah, they did. Oh, me at Mike say Prairie View has the best HBCU facilities. Well, yeah, I could see that. I can see it. I don't think that's too big of a hot take. No, it ain't definitely not a hot take. Definitely not a hot take. But we gonna see, man. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday. We, ain't, we don't have any special guests, so y'all better still come come check us out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> or you could just watch the from tonight again. I mean, I'd be okay. I, that, that helps too. I definitely ain't gonna be mad about that. Uh, 
But man, we appreciate everybody for coming through, everybody for watching. Um, uh, and <laughs> Real say, I, I, he wants you to know he watched to the end. The game ain't started yet, though, huh? Nah, it ain't. It ain't yet. <laughs> That's why we've been getting we've been get up out of here. Uh, Lakers in six. Uh, down with the Waffle Color Coalition. Here you go with all that disrespectful <laughs> stuff, man. I'm listen. You got dark skin Dis- tendencies. Hey, why everybody keeps saying that? Though, because you do. <laughs> you got dark skin. Listen, listen. We all know that some of them other light skinned fellas. You know what I'm saying? Be like, man, you ain't. You know what I'm saying? They start crying. You be over here. You sat on the back of the bus. You fought with everybody. <laughs> you got... Like I tell my coworkers at work. Uh, oh, man. I Somebody told me that today. They was like, man, you ain't like the light skin, bro. Like, you light skin on the outside, but on the inside. <laughs> I can tell, listen, I'm one of a tropical people. Uh, it's got to be a certain weather degree for me to go outside and do work. Y'all is uh... a. <laughs> hey, I take being the best of both worlds. I, I'm cool with that. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get up out of here before we get in trouble. This All right, you, man. Bro. See time. y'all on Thursday, man. We out. This show was presented by betonline.ag. Oh, man. I ain't hit the West Coast. I be messing up. Boy, it's this dude right here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.